when you're in creation mode, mm -hmm. it's all about the dream and the inspiration and the drive. No one tells you what the parts that are going to be that you don't want to do. You're listening to the Christoph Lewis Podcast, a podcast where I have conversations with inspirational people. My name is Chris, but my family calls me Christoph. My goal is to have as many conversations as possible with people who have forged their own path by pursuing their dreams, making them a reality, all the while emitting positivity and sharing this knowledge with others. I seek these people out and share this information with you, proving to the world that you can do what makes you happy and do what you want for a living while being a good human being. We'll talk about careers, but we'll also cover any story that inspires. Let's do this while helping each other. Thanks for listening. I'm happy you're here. What's up, my friends? Welcome to the Christoph Lewis Podcast, Create Your Career. This is conversation number 160, total episodes number 276. This is such a special one for me. It's because I am interviewing, re-interviewing guest number eight. OG Nate Wilson. Now he's the, he's the he's in the OG podcast list. He's single digits number eight, 268 episodes ago, two years ago. Nate came on the show. He took a leap of faith to come on a rookie podcaster show, and I really hope that the growth that we've both had since then is properly articulated in this conversation. And you know what? I'm very confident that that happened. And I was so excited to have him on here. One of my goals for the reoccurring guest as a transitional podcast, as showing creating your career and how to do that through transition, whether it be military transition or career to career transition or transitioning from a drug addict to somebody who helps other people. That's who Nate Wilson is and, and he's done incredible things in the two years that we've talked. So that's what I wanna do for the repeat guests is you've done the transition, you've come out of this former drug addict, redirected your energy into something else, into something great. Okay, great, it's awesome that you got there, but what have you done to continue who you are and who you said you want to be and what you said you wanted to do. So I peppered him with all these questions and more. But before we get into the episode, remember, you can find it on ChristophLewis.com forward slash podcast. You can find it on any podcast app. You can find it on YouTube. Head over there and subscribe. That would be massively helpful. You can see the ones with the guests on there, the conversations. And you can find yours truly on Instagram at Christoph Lewis. And before we get started, I just want to say one more time. Thank you so much for your support. I never take it for granted. I really enjoy doing this. And even though I've changed the frequency of the podcast, I'm still continuing to do it because I have the support from you and you guys and girls reminded me how much I love doing this and that it actually is changing people's lives. And I know we can do that again today with today's episode. So without further ado, welcome to the Christoph Lewis podcast. Create your career. Thanks for having me, brother. I'm glad to be back, man. I can't believe it's been two years already. I know. It's so crazy. Like... I'm uh, trying to comprehend that how that happened, and and we were actually just talking offline. So, Nate was conversation number eight. One, all I had was conversations. All I was doing was one a week, one episode a week, and that was 268 episodes ago, man. Like you are an OG, and you were you were <laughs> one of the people that just really, you know, you were number eight. I had I didn't know what the hell I was doing. I'm still trying to figure it out, and you. You came on, man. So I, I can't thank you enough again for for coming on the show then. And then it's been two years, pretty much. And here you are again, man. I've really been looking forward to it. But thanks so much. Yeah, absolutely, man. I remember uh, doing that episode, and I was just so stoked to to be on <laughs> with you. And I saw what you were doing, 
and I saw what the message you were you were speaking and I knew that I just had to be a part of that and get involved somehow so it's been cool to watch it grow yeah and um you know a lot has happened for both of us in that amount of time so I'm looking forward to, to chatting about that yeah so you're absolutely right and so we had just talked about this too but for those of you listening like I think this is only my second repeat guest in 160 episodes or 160 of the conversations that is and what I'm trying to do with the repeat guests is initially, if I've never talked to you before, I want to know like about career transitions, like how maybe did you not only career transition or come out of the military and transition, but how did you go from a person or a place where you didn't want to be at all and then you transitioned out of that? So I'm always just trying to hone down on transition, transition, transition. And Nate's story is crazy, and we're probably not going to get into it in as much detail as we did in the first episode, but I encourage you to check out number eight. But what I want to do is hone down on what you've done since then, because as we're well aware of, it's not just, hey, you know, I made the transition. I'm the person I want to be now. I got it all figured out, whatever the hell that means. And like, now I'm done working. Like, if anything, it gets harder, man. So I want to kind of talk about that a little bit. But before we get into a little bit, let's uh, have you do like a quick, like, you know, who am I and, and what am I doing? And this is what I do and all that stuff. Yeah, totally. So um, went to high school with you, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> you were, um, <laughs> but uh, so, yeah, you know, in high school, I struggled a lot, um, got into drugs and drug addiction. Meth and heroin were my drugs of choice. Um, when I turned 18, I started going to county jail a lot. I was in and out of jail about 13 times or so. Um, two felonies, two DUIs later. I finally quit doing the hard drugs, but then I'm an alcoholic. Um, so I'm still not quite where I need to be. Um, I'm able to maintain a job and able to do better than I was doing, but still struggling a lot um, and still kind of trying to process a lot of things that happened to me in the past. Um, almost get a third DUI about six or seven years later after quitting hard drugs. And that case got dropped. And that's when I decided, all right, something's got to change. man. Mm-hmm. At that point, I was really in love with fitness. And so I decided to become a personal trainer. When that case got dropped, I was like, dude, I'm finishing school. Um, changing my, my ways and that's just how it's going to happen. So yeah, I got certified as a trainer. Um, couldn't get a job at any big box gym. And so was kind of forced to start working for myself and start doing the, mm. the entrepreneur thing and, um, got involved in an MLM. Um, that changed my life for the better. Um, tons of growth and tons of, uh, training that I got from, from that period of my life. Um, and I didn't, uh, I ended up quitting that MLM, but I found out what my dream was and that's to mm-hmm. help drug addicts, which, uh, seems real obvious to me now, but back then I was like, Oh, what do I do? <laughs> but, um, so, you know, I incorporate fitness with what I do now, um, working with, with kids who are struggling. So I run a mentorship program and, um, I get paid through Senate bill 94, which is actually marijuana tax revenue. Funny oh, enough. Wow. <laughs> um, so I get paid through uh, MJ money to work with kids who are struggling with, uh, using MJ or marijuana a lot of times. Mm. Um, but you know, I get kids who are on probation. I get kids who just have minor possession charges. Um, so I have all ends of the spectrum, really extreme, really, uh, you know, kids who just made a mistake mm-hmm. and just need a little bit of help. Um, and then I also do personal training as well. So I just, um, work with people who just want to get in shape too. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, you know, I published a book, um, I think two years ago when we started talking, I was working on it, but yeah. I hadn't put it yeah. out yet. So that came out I'm working on my second book now. 
um, and just really, really doing well, man. Really doing well. That's so good. Can't even believe I'm here, actually. It's funny how that works and how that feels sometimes, right? You just like, especially like after doing that like elevator pitch that kind of thing, right? You're like, wow. Like sometimes we just live our lives and we just kind of expect what happens. And I and I think like when you just, I would just let's stop for a second and maybe recap in your own life as you're listening, you know, like after you get done this or pause it right now and just kind of recap and give you some, some daps, like everything you've done. Like I was telling Nate, like it's so cool to have had that conversation and talk about the book being in a creation mode and not even being out yet and then getting it and having it in my hands, reading it, being like, holy shit, this is amazing. And I highly encourage you guys to buy Zero to Hero by Nate Wilson. And I gave it to my wife. I said, Jordan, here it is. She immediately said the same thing. Like, this is incredible. And I know every single person that's read it has been positively affected by you sharing your story. And that's just something, you know, I'm so big on is sharing stories and helping other people. And it's, it's cool to see that that's the way you've gone with your life. And you're right. It is obvious now, but it's not obvious at the time. But I like that you took your struggle and you created something out of that. And even more so, I always like to hone down on the title of the podcast, not being just the Christoph Lewis podcast, but create your career. And you said you couldn't get a job, but you didn't let that stop you. You created something out of that. You found where you could do that and you did that. And honestly, since we caught up that uh, two years ago, after not having talked since high school, really, uh, maybe saw you maybe like maybe once if that and two years man and you've done everything like you've done it all and it's just so cool to see that progress and see the book come out get to read it and now you're in a mentorship program and you're helping other people and you're working on a second book dude so I want to just say a massive congratulations and I also want to get into we've covered the significant changes since we last spoke but is there anything new within the last two years that we've talked that have just just popped up, like maybe a new behavior or something else that you've implemented into your life that is just a new discovery in your life has been very helpful. Yeah, man. Um, a couple of the changes since last time we talked that I've made personally um, is just kind of being able to transition out of creation mode, what you were mm-hmm. talking about, mm-hmm. and go into, uh, I guess, a more organized mode. Mm-hmm. And, you know... I think everyone's kind of in creation mode all the time. We all have these great ideas yeah. all the time. I know I, I still get them. There's times where, you know, I'll lay down with my wife to go to sleep at night. And then I'll, all of a sudden I'm like, hold on, babe, I got to go write something down. I just came up with something. She calls it my mad scientist moments. And uh, so I'm always in that mode and I know everyone is. Um, but when you go from that mode into action mode, you got to get more organized and that's something I've definitely struggled with and had to learn over the past um, couple of years. And so in the, you know, the time that's lapsed between when we talked last, I opened up, um, you know, with my mentorship program, we are also licensed to do counseling and um, substance abuse therapy. And so I'm partnered with a licensed professional counselor and uh, He's older than me. He's got a lot more experience. He's way more organized. He knows all the legal stuff and all that. And he really, I mean, he checked me the other week. He said, dude, like we have to have all our personnel files lined up. We have to have our insurance lined up if we're going to be able to cover that. So all those things that you don't really think of when you're in creation mode, because when you're in creation Mm -hmm. mode, it's all about the dream and the inspiration and the drive. But, uh, 
you know, no one tells you what the, uh, the parts that are going to be that you don't want to do, you know, <laughs> yeah. getting the insurance, sure. getting organized, making sure you're HIPAA compliant, all that stuff you don't think about, you know? So mm. I've had to really switch gears mm. and be more professional in that aspect. Yeah. Um, yeah. that's so good. That's so good, man, because I'm going, if you, again, if you're a repeat listener, you know, I'm, I'm struggling, man. Cause I have been in that creation mode for two, two years of doing the podcast because you were one of the very first ones, like I was saying. So it's been two years of podcasting these hundreds of episodes. And I realized recently that I'm just not really focusing on like what I want to do. And I kind of need to pull back that creation mode and the, the frequency of the podcast is obviously ripped back quite substantially. And I am in a process like this a week, you're literally, as we're catching this uh, recording, which is still uh, in April of 2020, is I'm just really trying to figure out what the hell to do with my life going on from out here. And I need to get organized. And you said action too. So it's so great to be in creation mode. And when I put my head on the pillow is I, I can't go to sleep because I'm thinking about those things. So that really resonates with me. So let, let's ask a question that is on my mind and that maybe on the, the minds of the listeners is these people that are listening really want to do better for themselves. What was like a way where you were beginning to get out of that creation mode and how have you begun to get organized and actually take action? Like is so like if you're in creation mode can be easy to do really hard to actually execute on that. So how did you like change and shift from one gear to another? Yeah. I mean, it starts with, it starts with just, making that phone call or putting in that application or doing some research on, mm -hmm. you know, what college you want to go to, mm -hmm. or it just starts with really just getting up off your butt and doing it. You know, a lot of times we get focused on, I think, we, you know, we listen to the motivational people and we try to figure out like, okay, what's holding me back? What do I have to figure out mentally? Yeah. And sometimes that's true. But I've discovered, I guess this is more recent for myself, I've discovered that, to be honest, I just have to get up off my ass and do it sometimes. There's no <laughs> yeah. mental block. It's yeah. just me sitting on my ass. Yeah. And I'd say that's real important for the first step. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I learned that, you know, I think the lifestyle that I lived before set me up for that. Um, I have some somewhat of a fearless attitude sometimes. Mm -hmm. Sometimes that gets me in trouble. Sometimes it's really <laughs> helpful. Um, but coming from the life that I come from, you know, where I was shooting drugs and running the streets and stealing and just doing real risky stuff, um, I'm not as scared to take risks now, wow. you know? I'm not scared to make that phone call. I'm not scared to, you know, put some of the deepest, darkest personal stuff inside of me on paper and share it with others. So that's been helpful. Dude, you know, that's so, that's so powerful. And you're right. Like, when you guys read that book, you're going to see like, it is, it's dark. Like you said, it's, and it's so insane that, you know, like you just don't think that people are going through, you, know, you you just have no clue what people are going through. And that's what the thing I always try to remind myself, like you have no idea what people are going through. So to read that for me, like, and listening to some of the story, like things I know, the people I know that, you know, we know mutually is really powerful. So I highly encourage people like to share your story and you will help somebody because I learned a lot from you just via that. And I continuously do as we're doing right now, but you're damn right. Like when you need to do something, just, it sounds so obvious, but you just do it, you know? And it's just, yeah. it's so much easier to talk about. Like, again, going to creation mode, like it can be easier to just think in your head, good idea, good idea, good idea. It's like you see an invention on the TV and you're like, Oh, I thought of that a year ago, but 
dude, you're sitting on the couch watching that person having taken action on that invention. And that's why they're getting the credit. And that's why they're getting paid for that. So yeah. it's really cool even to hear like not only how you opened up in the book, but just now about talking about how you're not scared to do that, how you don't have fear to do that. And that's a lot of time what chokes people up and where they get stopped and where I get stopped and building things up worse than they need to be in my head. And I haven't even done it yet. And I'm just like, this is going to be so terrible. And I'm like assuming everything. So <laughs> it's awesome. Like what I get from that, which is even a little bit deeper, if I could pull back the onion just a little bit more is that these things that got you in trouble, these habits that were perceived and quite frankly were not good habits at the time, you've been able to still maintain that but shift the integrity and shift the power, the energy to do something for your good. And, you know, I've had a few addicts, people with addictions in their background since I've spoken with you and the ones that have been on here that have successfully had that transition in their lives have done the same exact thing. Like a guy... Uh, like a couple um, after you was like, I have such an addictive personality just in general, addictive, addictive, like everything I do. But now he's an entrepreneur. Again, I, I feel like a lot of people in that background do that. And he's just crushing it in that avenue. So you don't necessarily have to completely change who you are, but what Nate's done here and embrace that, embrace who you are and just redirect that energy, dude. And I freaking love that. That's exactly right, man. And that's, uh, I have trouble describing what my second book is about sometimes, but that's actually what my second book is about. It's oh, about why nice. drug addicts and people who have, you know, a lot of behavioral issues and a lot of issues are actually really meant to be really successful and meant to go out and change the world mm -hmm. and do amazing things. Because when you look at a drug addict, you know, they are extreme in the mm -hmm. fact that they can't, um, you know, regulate their their drug use or regulate whatever, you know, that can be used as a good thing. Any super successful person that I've listened to always talks about how they were obsessed with going after their goal. And that's what addiction is. It's it's obsession. It's just a matter of what you're you're placing your energy into. Yeah. And uh yeah, I'm absolutely an addict in every sense of the word. And I was just thinking about this the other day. Um, the gyms are shut down. So my <laughs> wife and I bought a squat rack and we got it sitting on the front yeah, deck out here. Yeah. So um, we're just doing squats and showing the neighbors <laughs> what's up, you know. But uh, Flexing on them. <laughs> flexing on them, man, showing them who's running the hood. But <laughs> I remember doing my first set of squats, man. And it's like after I – you know, lose my breath or whatever. And, uh, I'm gulping for air. I'm sucking for oxygen and I get that rush. I just instantly feel better. And I, I realized there, I'm like, dude, I'm still such an addict. You know, mm -hmm. I'm just, I'm addicted to my workouts now and, you know, addicted to just, uh, being inspired, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's, and that's, yeah, it's really like, I, I keep, I, I keep on saying in this episode is, is just powerful, man. And it's just so, it takes, I think a lot of, um, humility and you got to set your ego aside and realize like that that's who you are and there's nothing wrong with that as long as you're honest with yourself and you're able to get over that mountain and be able to redirect that energy like that because I've had plenty of things like that as well you, you use the word obsessive and I've been asked about you know what's the one word to describe you like I was asked on a podcast the other day and it literally was obsessive because you know I, I drank a lot I drank a lot in high school and in college, and then I dropped out of college. And then, you know, I don't even know if we've talked about it. I've talked about it on the podcast a few times, but I did get into the drugs. I, I wouldn't classify myself as addictive, but I it was definitely at a point where 
I couldn't have fun unless I was doing something like that, you know, no way. And I just was just not in a good mood. And maybe, I, I don't know. But the point is, is I was obsessive over like partying and doing all that stuff. And that was pretty prevalent actually where we grew up. And I think it just wasn't a good environment. And I think it speaks towards like, if we could shift you know, gears again and say like, how important is your environment? And for me to shift that energy of obsession into what I'm doing now and trying to better myself, it's just really cool to be able to see like on a personal level, you know, we, we came from the same area, you know, the same small town and we had completely different lives and experienced completely different things, but there's a lot of commonalities there. And it's just really cool to be able to come out of um, different situations and, and be able to and just continue to touch base and, and share this and, and see that you can have uh, completely different stories like you and I have, but there are commonalities again between that, like the obsessive and redirecting the energies. And those are just some of the other things that I would love people to be able to pull out of this episode specifically is uh, we, we've talked about sharing your story with the intentionality of helping others. Now you're literally doing that for your job, mentorship and all of these things and coaching people. And you're still directing the energy of the obsession and the addiction into, as you said, you know, doing your squats and just being like, oh man, I love this shit, you know? So it's so cool to, to see you be able to do that. So I've been asking a lot of people the last, like, I don't know how many episodes about why they help people. And I, I think we've talked about that in the first episode and I always I want to re-ask the question to see if anything's changed especially in the two years of things that have, have happened in your life that have been new and I again for the guests the reason I ask the question is that it may sound obvious like why do you help people but the question and the answer promote is the question so has anything changed you said you know you want to help people that are dealing with that because you dealt with that but is there anything else deeper or more that we may have not talked about yet? I mean, that's a great question. And, you know, I can't remember the exact answer I gave you. I don't last remember time either. Yeah. As far as why I want to help people. Basically, yeah, I've been thinking a lot about this the past couple of years. And what I learned, um, especially when I was getting training, getting involved with entrepreneurship and the MLM business that I was talking about, I learned that the real successful business owners or, you know, motivational speakers or whoever placed so much value on being of service to others. Mm -hmm. And I didn't understand that for a good portion of my life. You know, I would help people if it was convenient for me, but I wouldn't go out of my way to provide service to someone else. You know, mm -hmm. that just, it sounded absurd, absurd to me, honestly. It sounded like, uh, like I would have been giving away myself or something like almost like it was a negative thing or people mm -hmm. would use that or take advantage yeah, of that. Yeah. Um, but I learned that, you know, being an entrepreneur, your success is based on what type of service you provide to people. And if you, you know, you'll have a healthy, yeah. thriving, successful business. If you are providing service to someone, if you're helping people out and you're helping a need, you know, in the community or wherever, and so when I learned that aspect of business, that it's not all about money and it's really about the service you provide, mm. my perspective totally changed. And then I had to figure out, okay, well, who can I best help? Who can I best be of service to? And since drug addiction is what I knew and fitness is what I knew, then naturally I just placed myself mm. in those areas and, you know, educated myself to the best of my ability to continue to. And just keep 
figuring out ways to to be of better service you know yeah um and i think that's the whole, whole purpose of life honestly is to help others you know it goes in part with with just being you know taking action from love from a place of love yeah i think you know i've money is not about life um having a nice car is not about life just you know providing service to others is the best way that i could uh be fulfilled yeah you know? i was almost about to say fulfillment is is the best way yeah. to, to gain that fulfillment and it resonates yeah. with me and that's uh, why i've been doing this for as long as i've been doing it and i love some of the things you said and I think it it takes a while sometimes to realize that if you're in consistent pursuit of money, that uh, like it doesn't really give you a strong why, right? Like if uh, for me, a driving factor and and I'm in huge into the self-help education as well. Driving factor is my why, which I'm still defining. And and especially now in this week, as we were saying, I I need to uh, refine that and define it more for myself. But as you said, if you focus on the value and the service that you're providing to others, typically that will come afterwards. And it's just amazing what happens when you just don't focus on that and you really just focusing on bettering other people and bettering yourself. And it's just things seem to fall in place, not always and not immediately, but eventually. So you just have to be optimistic and continue to do that and, and help others in life. So you talked about education and like you, you um, really want to stay educated and the things you're doing and obviously to better yourself and to be a better teacher and to be a better friend and mentor and mentee even. So what are some of the ways that you really enjoy staying current in your education, whether it be for like the niche that you're working in, whether it be like uh, fitness or mentoring, what you're doing in your mentorship program, but what are the, some of your most favorite ways yeah, good question. The cool thing about being a trainer is I can have I can use YouTube, you know. So yeah. sometimes it's watching just a lot of different YouTube videos from other personal trainers, and um, I guess I'm a visual learner when it comes mm-hmm. to my personal training. Um, so I watch a lot of YouTube videos from some of the people that I respect, and um, some of the people that get behind the science behind personal training and fitness and all that. So I just you know, soak up as much information as I can on that. Since we've last spoken, I've started writing articles um, okay. for the local newspaper here on fitness and wellness. And so in order for me to stay current and put out good information to the people I'm writing to, I'm reading articles too and keeping up on that. Um, and I have someone who send me, has, sends me emails on, uh, you know, the newest study mm-hmm. or the newest thing okay. going on in the fitness industry. So and again, it's an obsession. So it's mm. a lot of times it's not like I'm actively, you know, having to force myself to do this. It's just something that I kind of do at a habit. And so for the mentoring and helping kids, you know, the best way that I, I can be sure that my business is providing good service that way um, is I keep collaborating with people that I work with. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've been blessed with enough growth to actually hire uh, some people to work for the business along with nice. me. Uh, so I have people that I, I work alongside side with. And we had a meeting last week and we talked about, you know, what can we do to make this program better? And I, I went into the meeting and I said, I want to have the best program here in Colorado Springs that helps kids. I want to be the best at it. And I need your guys' help. So please help me brainstorm some things and let's put something together that's that's worthy of, of being noticed and 
you know, that's going to catch a kid's eye and yeah. um, want to get a kid's kid engaged, you know? Dude, that's some, that's an awesome goal. It's not like you're like, I want to be like in the top five or the top 10. You're like, dude, I want to be the best. And there's no reason why you can't. And I know with that attitude, because you've already decided, I already know, like you've decided in your head already that you're going to. It's not a matter of if you're going to do it. It's a matter of how long is it going to take and how are we going to do it? And it's so cool to hear you say that because I was just on a call with one of my friends last night and he was asking me about something and I was like, dude, I already know I'm going to do it. I don't care how I'm going to do it. And you can find that out. Like you were talking about like YouTube, like what a blessed time we live in where you can just YouTube things or get people send you emails and read articles and things like this. So the how typically doesn't matter. Yeah, it matters and you're going to need to do it. But to get started, like you're saying, one of the biggest things, the behaviors that you could say is just put that first foot forward. Well, put the first foot forward. Believe that you can do it. Keep on learning. Have an open mind. You said collaborate with others you know, have good people in your circle. And again, to reiterate, believe that you can do it and set your goals high, set your goals to the top, man, because I I like asking myself the question. So what if, you know, and then feel like embrace that feeling of like, imagine yourself, like we have the best damn program in Colorado Springs. Like just imagine that dude. Like, so whatever your goal is, just imagine the feeling like that you've already accomplished that and just carry that euphoria with that momentum and coupled with everything else you're saying, dude. And it's just like, just gets me pumped up talking about it. So I love that you're going down that road, man. Me too, brother. Me too. Dude. Yeah. I, uh, I think I heard Grant Cardone say this. He said, the reason you want to set your goals high is because well, a lot of people don't set them high because they're afraid of falling short. Right. So would you rather fall short on a million bucks or would you rather fall short on a hundred bucks? Mm-hmm. You know, Mm-hmm. And so even if you are going to fall short and not meet your target, you still want a higher goal, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. And, um, there's just, yeah, I, I want to be the best, you know, I didn't get in this just to be mediocre. Um, and I see a lot of that in society nowadays. And I see, for example, I just, I put out a post on Facebook the other day and I know, you know, times are crazy right now. And, yeah. um, I got some kickback on it because, um, it was basically saying that, you know, while you're in quarantine or lockdown, there's no reason you can't pick up some new knowledge, new skills or start a a side business or so on and so forth. And it was like, people felt like they were targeted by it, you know, (laughs) like I was targeting them (laughs) and they kicked back, they kicked back on it. And uh, a lot of people said, you know, if, if you're just surviving in a time like this, then, then you're doing okay. And I got to thinking about it and I was like, dude, just when I was just surviving, that's when I was the drunkest. That's when I was the highest because I was just surviving. I want to thrive now, you know, I want my life to be thriving. And so that's why I do say things like I want to be the best. And I just, I push to be better every day, you know? Yeah, I do know. And I love that man, because like you, you know, like you're making an impact and you're staying true to yourself when you start making those waves, right. And people are disrupted. Their boat starts rocking by the waves that you're pushing out into the world. And you know, I, I get a little worrisome when people just are agreeing with everything I say. Like, I, I would like to get kicked back. And I know you're the type of guy already that's just like, as you can see it, you know, on, on YouTube too, if you're watching this, as you can see, like, 
you know, I, I said it, and but you truly believe in it. So if you're just like a lot of people just share what they see like on Facebook or something and they don't even read the article and it's just some yep. like catchy clickbait title and then somebody calls them yeah. out on that shit like, dude, that's from five years ago and it didn't even happen, you know? But if you're saying something that you like genuinely believe in and somebody calls you out on it, cool, awesome. I hope you call me out on it because I'm going to have to articulate why I believe in what I believe in. And if you do believe in what you believe in, and we're talking about the why, if you have a strong enough why, bring it, you know? And I actually challenge you to be able to prove me wrong because then that means I have an opportunity to grow. So please challenge me. And, but you know, it's, it's, it's that mindset, which you don't typically see online. And as we, we know, we're not going to see those conversations really in, in, in person, right? Like nobody's just going to call you out like that. Unfortunately, I, I wish they do. I hope people have more conversations like this, but we need to rewire our brains. Like be respectful though. Like if you don't agree with me or Nate or whomever you're talking to, that's awesome. That's really cool that you have the, the chutzpah to be able to do that. But like do it respectfully. Like we're all human beings and just be cool about it and just just be okay with doing that. And, and I think it's just going to just put us in a better place. And especially now, like you said, like you posted something like during COVID-19 time. So that's awesome, man. This podcast has been just incredible again. And I can't believe it. It's like it's just crazy to think about how much uh, – how many episodes have happened since you've come on and again for you taking a leap of faith at coming on in the the infancy of the podcast two years ago and it's just so special to me and i don't take it for granted dude but before we get out of here i'd love for you to be able to share where people can get a hold of you or hear more about your mentorship program or where they can buy the book yeah so uh the name of my book is zero to hero the tale of my recovery from drug addiction and psychosis um, it's on Amazon, 1995 on Amazon. Um, you can get a hold of me at, you know, if you want to email me, natewilson0223 at gmail.com. That's N A T E W Y L S O N 0223 at gmail.com. And I'm on uh, Facebook as well uh, under Nate Wilson, friends with you, of course, Chris. And, um, yeah, that's how you can best get a hold of me. Awesome. Well, as always, you guys and girls will be able to find all of that and more in the show notes. And I'll probably just make it easy for you. And I'm making a note right down here to link the book. So you'll be able to find the book in the show notes, the Facebook and the Gmail to be able to get a hold of Nate. Nate, thank you so much for coming on the show, man. This is this is awesome. I just I love being able to circle back and see the the leaps and bounds that you've made and you're already working on a second book and you're just you're doing what you wanted to do and you continue to set those high goals of yourselves and continue to obtain them and have a positive impact on the world, man. I absolutely love it. Have a great rest of your night. Thank you. Thanks, brother. Thanks for having me. All right, see ya. But I wasn't from the-